afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me in the podcast producer's chair, eating the biggest donut that I've ever seen. Now, the last two times we recorded, don't you talk yet. The last two times we've recorded, you've had a treat. Yeah. You had a giant cookie the other night with, when April was here. Yep. And now you have a giant, uh, what, what is that? It's glazed with coconut. Yeah, coconut shavings. Yeah. Now, how does your body process all this sugar? I have no idea. Will you be hyped up? Probably not. Because you don't, you, look, you, you don't weigh a lot, yeah, no, which is fine. People don't want to weigh a lot, so you're good that way. Mm-hmm. That's your superpower. You can't gain weight. <laughs> yeah. So but does that affect you at all? Um, probably not. No? It doesn't get you amped up? You no. actually seem more awake today than you've looked the past couple episodes. Yeah, that this true? is in the morning, not after like a whole day at work. No, that's true. Not yeah. After a whole day of surfing the web and cracking yeah. wise with your buddies. Yeah, pretty much. You're pretty exhausted. Uh, Daredevil, you watch Daredevil? I'm burping. You watch Daredevil? I'm like almost halfway through. What do you yeah. give it out of 10? Scale like, of 1 to 10. It's like, it's pretty great. It's like a 9. Okay, that's not, ten. scale of 1 to 10, I give it a pretty great, you give it a 9 or a 10? <laughs> yeah. I've only watched one and I thought that was, the first episode was a 10. Yeah, it's really good. You said six episodes in though, he doesn't have the suit on yet. No, not yet. That's a little disappointing. I don't want that to be like the last the episode. The last episode, yeah. Because that would be BS to me. I'm hoping soon he gets in. Has there been talk of a suit? Um, there's like one part where he's like all beat up and they're like, you need a new suit. And he's like, I know. So that's it. That's <laughs> the only talk. He's very, it's very much like Batman. He's blind as a Batman. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of like that's the whole series reminds me of that scene in Batman Begins when they're in the shipyard. Yeah. 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 That's Yeah. That's pretty much like that same scene. Almost. And then Law and Order. It's like both of those. Combined. Yeah. Dun, dun. <laughs> um, uh, well, I'm glad you're here today. You're you're pulling triple duty today because after this, you're going to uh, produce two of PLR's podcasts. Yeah, because we're still working with the new board and everything. Mm-hmm. Are we, are it, does it look like we're recording? Yeah. Do you know how to do a test too? Because you know she's going to ask you to do an audio test. Mm-hmm. It's right. going to hiss, but yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's going to hiss when you do the test. Yeah. All right. Well, you have to talk her through that. Uh, well, speaking of my wife, PLR, our guest today is someone who I met through my wife. Because this person's known my wife for how long? Longer than you, dude. Longer than me. Yeah. Uh, that voice you're hearing is uh, this guy is this guy's writer director Josh Stolberg. Josh, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, thanks, dude. Thanks so, for having me. You're welcome. I've 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 always wanted to have you in, and I knew when you did come in, I knew exactly what our topic would be. There was only one topic. There was only one topic. And it would be uh, nudes of Lila, <laughs> which is your wife. I've been trying to get your wife to to, to pose for me. You wanted she's... my wife to pose. Now Josh is also he he's a photographer. Would you? But that's that's more of a hobby. But you're good, right? I, or have I hope... you done professional stuff? Well, I've had a couple of shows, mm-hmm. some okay. photography shows, but but it's mostly you know uh, filmmaking is such a slow process and. By the time you, when you come up with an idea for a movie and by the time you actually make it, you're talking years. I mean, sometimes right. a decade. I mean, I've had some movies that from the moment I thought of it and it came out in the theater, it was more than 10 years. And there's something really nice being someone who considers himself a creative person to be able to do something that's much quicker yeah. and faster. You know, you, you show up at the studio mm-hmm. to shoot 
and within a couple hours you've got you've got your stuff yeah unless you tweak it a little bit with photoshop and stuff i but, try not to tweak my, yeah like almost everything everything on my website www.joshstolberg.com um Almost everything there is untouched by Photoshop, and it's all, it all looks like it's touched by Photoshop, but it's, none of it is. That's good, because I think the better photos aren't touched. Yeah, I mean, there's a big conversation about that, whether or not that really matters, because at the end of the day, it it's, the, it's, the, it's the work. Yeah. But if it's all digital, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. See, I still shoot on film. I have a, I have a dark room yeah. set up in the garage. No, I don't. I've <laughs> um, but I uh, you but for Josh, a second. I'm like, I know. what? Uh, but Josh, I've seen now you've I, you've shot nudes of your wife, which I've seen, which is weird. And you wanted to shoot my wife nude when she was pregnant with our first daughter. I did, and I was kind of like, I was okay with it because it wasn't like you know if he would if she if she wasn't pregnant go, and you said I want to shoot Pilar nude, I'd go no way, dude. But when she's <laughs> pregnant, you're just like oh that's like a nice yeah that'd be like some, those are nice. Uh, yeah. I mean, part of it is I, I knew she would never do it. So I was trying to get a rise out of her because she's easy to get a rise out of. She is easy. So, but you've known her since you were a teenager, right? Yeah. I, well, uh, maybe 20, 21 or so. Okay. Um, yeah, I met Pilar. We were doing a touring group show of Greece. Mm-hmm. And she was Rizzo. She was Rizzo. And she was awesome. She was so great. She still acts like Rizzo around the house. Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, actually, when I was on her show, I was I, I, we had I had posted a, a Facebook post mm-hmm. of her dancing, dancing yes. horribly, like yeah. five steps behind every beat, which is really sad. And I felt bad afterward because she's actually an amazing dancer. Mm-hmm. She's she's a great performer. She's a great yeah. singer. She's a great she's great everything. And I just happened to have caught this one moment where she was just so off, but I couldn't stop laughing. I think, uh, and I'm, I'm the one I'm like, honey, did you see what Josh posted? Because she's like, the internet, anything on the internet freaks her out. Like, she's right. one of these people, if you go to iTunes, like if I go to iTunes and read my reviews for this show, and there's a bad one or a couple bad ones. I'm sorry I wrote that. I know. I, I kind of get a kick out of it. Because first of all, then I'll click on the guy who wrote it. I'll see what else he's reviewed. And then I'll go, all right. You know what I mean? But she's like, can we get that off there? How can we take that down? What can we do? And, uh, and I'm just like, just let it go. So she is like, she, she would never Google herself. Never. She would be, she'd never do it. But um, uh, where was this leading me? What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. We're so, talking about the show. Yeah. So we, yeah. Did, uh, we did a touring mm-hmm. uh, group. And then when we moved out to Los Angeles, she was one of the people that I knew in mm-hmm. Los Angeles when we both kind of came out here at right. about the same time. And uh, so we hung out a little bit. Yeah. And she dated a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Michael Gillis? Yeah, I remember Michael Gillis. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's um, a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he's married yeah. with kids. Yeah, he, he used to do, um, he would be in charge of putting together like the special features on DVDs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. A, it, it was like, it, it was his, mostly his, on uh, Laserdiscs. That was his, like the big heyday of it. Oh, okay. Um, but then he, I thought he did do some DVDs when. Oh, yeah, you know, no, when it transitioned to yeah. DVDs. Um, and then that market just totally just uh, the studio started making the extras the, yeah. for like fifteen dollars, yeah. and there was no more business. In yeah, it. that's rough. Yeah, um, but Josh, as a as a as a writer director, uh, you've had wild success. Josh, from the time I met him, always wanted to be writer director, and I don't know anyone that works harder at achieving what you want to achieve than you do. I'm sure there are many, many, but many, you seem many, to be many, to me many, when many, I think of people. when I think of a go getter and someone that makes stuff happen. 
you're the guy that, that makes stuff happen. Cool. And I can make little things happen, but I can't, <laughs> I can't sometimes you can get your see, kids shoes tied. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can get kids to lunch. I can fix stuff around the house. <laughs> I can, I can do this show. I can schedule this and make, you know, but, but a little bit bigger picture stuff. Sometimes I'm, I'm a little bit stuck in the quicksand on it, but you, you make stuff happen. I, I, I'm, I, I don't think it's special in the way that you're saying it. I appreciate you saying that. I do work really hard on a lot of different things at the mm-hmm. same time. So, yeah. um, you know, a good multitasker. Well, I think one of the, the, the important things when you're a writer or a director and you're trying to get your own stuff made is you have to, you have to throw a lot of lines in the water in order to mm-hmm. hook a fish. Yeah. So I spend a lot of time mm-hmm. developing lots of different projects simultaneously so that, uh, you know, hopefully something happens. But you're also, from what I understand, an amazing, you can go in the room and pitch something and and have wild response on that, which is very difficult to do. I've had a lot of success pitching mm-hmm. projects, um, and part of it is, you know, being at the right time at the right mm-hmm. place and having people that respect your work. Um, but definitely, pitching is one of those uh, skills mm-hmm. that if you're good at it, yeah, it's it can it can reap huge rewards. Yeah. Um, now, I was talking about iTunes reviews earlier, and I should have run this by you before we started, but I think you have a good sense of humor about this. Oh, good. One good of the luck, mo- Chuck. Good luck, Chuck. <laughs> you, wrote, you wrote the movie Good Luck, Chuck oh, from 2007. Oh, I love it. This was uh, with uh, Dane Cook and yeah. uh, Jessica Alba. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and I know because oh, I remember. Here we go. <laughs> but, but I'll cut this out if you don't want me to. No, but, no, but, I love But I remember this. you I talking about this. this yeah, and yeah. Um, what were the reviews like uh, on Rotten Tomatoes for a, a Good Luck, Chuck? I don't think it's humanly possible <laughs> to get a worse Rotten Tomato score than I think we're at four, a four percent. <laughs> it was it, like tomato soup, is what it was. It is. It is. Uh, yeah. But then, did it make it? Did it make some money? Oh yeah, it made. But then, there, but then what would you rather have? Uh, uh, honest. Uh, well, uh, honestly. I'd rather it not have been so ill received. Well, yes, yeah. You don't want um, it to be, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but then the, the reward, the, if it makes money, then you go, well, eh, look yeah, at that. yeah. Now, if it if it doesn't do either, <laughs> that's yeah. the worst. Oh yeah, and but there were some. Did you have like a good one up there? I want no, I, no, I no. I don't. One. I don't have oh, one to read on. to you. You got to read one. But let me. When I remember when I when I when I was driving, Josh, when this movie was coming out on the billboard. Was it this movie? There was one movie where around the name, you're, you, you had the block around your name on one of the posters. Yeah, yeah. What movie was that? That's Good Luck Chuck. There were, there were two names. It was, it was a picture of Dane and Jessica, yes. and then their two names, and then the director and me. Yeah. Which was kind of cool. That's amazing. Yeah. Because I remember yeah. driving down Sunset. I mean, unless, if you live in any other part of the country, you're, you're not really privy to this, unless it's New York or somewhere. But when movies are coming out, billboards and bus station posters are everywhere. So I remember driving and going, wow, that's, and especially when it's like, it's not like, 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 like I know you, like, I'm like, oh, the, I could call that guy on the phone right now. That kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Like I see a lot of people that I know peripherally that do stuff, but I'm like, oh, that Josh, yeah, he's been on, we had Seder with him. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I mean, yeah, yeah. Wait, are you looking up a review? I am. I, w- I just want to see something uh- I can't find any that are like I don't want to say anything negative about other people. So I was looking for one that just and said I was I, specifically. I just remember about you joking. You I joked was. about this to me before. Otherwise, I would never bring this up. Oh, here we go. 
What isn't for- forgivable, though, is being boring. And good luck, Chuck, has all the engaging magnetism of an unflushed toilet. <laughs> Thank now, you, film.com, Mark Bourne. I appreciate that. Now, Kyle, and he's this, a top critic, too. Now, here's a kid. This kid, this kid's 25. He's seen Good Luck Chuck. And what did yeah. you tell me? It's, it's fine. I got to get that on Rotten Tomatoes. That on That's better than any review I've ever had for Good Luck it's, Chuck. It's no 4%. That like they're way worse. Movies. Yeah, there's way. That's the thing. There's that's crazy. And yeah. what people have to remember, and and, and I'm going to sound like a some weirdo, but it takes just as much time and hard work to make a good luck Chuck as it does to make you know Sophie's Choice. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, uh, it's, it's the same amount of hours same, and time. It's the same number of pages. Yeah, same number of pages. <laughs> you have a whole crew working, doing their best. Well, you never start off thinking I'm going to make a four percent. Of, on Rotten Tomatoes, you, right. you start off and you're hoping that, you know, you're making something that people are really going to enjoy. Right. And then you make a Anthony Quinn for The Independent, shoddily written, <laughs> Derek Malcolm from This Is, is uh, London, crude, vulgar, and dispiriting to watch. It's supposed to be all those it's, things. Yeah, Terminally unfunny. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um but you've uh, you've uh, you've and you've done so you've written for animated shows, you you wrote for Honey I Shrunk, Shrunk the Kids, Sabrina the Animated Series. I remember when my kids were watching that, and your name popped up. I'm like, this is Josh's episode. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. I, uh, I got my start doing kids uh, yeah. TV. So my first like real job writing was on Honey I Shrunk the Kids, and then I did a lot mm-hmm. of those. I bebopped around in kids television for a little while until I got tired of that and decided, mm-hmm. you know what, I want to do something a little more. Yeah. Uh, substantial um and your most your most recent film is it's on uh you can see it right now on cable it's crawl space yes crawl well crawl yeah i've done i've directed a that one i didn't write i directed you directed i'm so i've been has you underwriter credits on imdb oh oh yeah i did i did i co-wrote that with nick taravella yes i'm sorry yes um hey nikki nikki (laughs) um i've been doing a little bit of the last like five years i've been doing a lot more directing um which Mm -hmm. has been Great fun, yeah. Um, but the last year, I've been going, kind of going back into into writing. To writing, yeah. But uh, but uh, we're making fun of good luck, Chuck. But uh, Josh has had many many successes. He works all the time. He's got total a- film says as dire a cum com as ever shot its load on a cinema screen. Come on. That guy shouldn't even be allowed to be a journal, call himself a journalist. I, I like Neil Smith from total film. (laughs) I, I, I like that guy. That's all right. (laughs) The worst part. And I, I told this story recently. I really hope it wasn't on PLR's podcast, but I, you know, it's bad when you pick up the LA times in the food section, the food section (laughs) section. of the LA times. Mm -hmm. And there is a review of uh, Domino's pizza put out uh, like a a dessert pizza called the Oreo pizza. Uh And in the review, it said, this pizza is the good luck Chuck of pizzas. Oh my God. They've referenced (laughs) you as that is the, uh, the pinnacle of bad. Look, I'm going to tell you what I'm burping again. IMDb, it's got a 5.6 out of 10. 5.6? All right. Out of 10. Some of the audiences liked it. You know, one of the problems with the film was that the way that that they marketed the film, they marketed it as a straight-up kind of romantic comedy. And it's not. It's more of a... It's it's a little sexual. Yeah. Although, the funny thing is when I wrote the original script, the original script was PG-13. It was... Mm -hmm. was, um, it was much lighter in tone and much more of a kind of a conventional romantic comedy. And then 
we decided to go more R-rated with it and things mm-hmm. changed. And But when they put out the, the trailer, it was all, you know, bubbly Jessica Alba running into a pole and it, and it felt very, you know, and then, you know, people would bring their grandmothers to go see it and, <laughs> and halfway through people, you know, getting upset, but that's life, dude, that's life. Look, I think it's amazing that the, it, to get a studio picture made is crazy. One of the most, one of the most difficult, it's easier to have a baby. It is. It really, it really is. <laughs> than to get a studio picture made. Mm-hmm. So I, I applaud you. All the way. Thank you. And good luck, Chuck. Yes. Josh has copies he's going to sign, and we'll give him the list. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but today we are here to discuss, uh, Josh, as long as I've known you, uh, which is this, this is your favorite artist, right? This is by far, no questions asked, the artist of my life. Okay. And this guy is uh, uh, Prince Roger Nelson. Oh, I... Oh, I thought we were talking about Michael Jackson. No. Oh, no. no. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, Prince, yeah, Prince Rogers Nelson, exactly. Um, yeah, his dad's uh, band, his dad was a jazz musician, yes. and his band was called, I think, the Prince Rogers Jazz Trio, or I think it was the, yeah, the Prince Rogers Trio, and that, I think I think that that name was used before Prince was born, and then mm-hmm. Prince was born. Did something happen with the headphones? All of a sudden, I don't feel like I can hear... No, I just... Something happens? No. All right. Um, and when was the first time you... Heard, what, when, how old were you when you first discovered Prince? All right. So in, I think Purple Rain came out in 86. And that's when he really blew up. I kind of fell in love with him the year before that uh, when he put out 1999. That was like my first album. Right. So I was already into him when he did Purple Rain. That said, there are a lot of people my age that were into him for Dirty Mind and Controversy. But I was living in Florida at the time, and it just it wasn't. We weren't just we weren't getting that kind of music. Yeah. Um, that said, when I started going back into his catalog to listen to his previous four CDs before 1999, I fell in love with those too. So I am I am I'm very much a completist when it comes to Prince. Mm-hmm. Like I have. Not only do I have every single produced album he's ever had, yeah. but you know I'm I'm also someone that like just collects everything. Like yeah. I have every every I have six hundred CDs. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. How do you even remember what's on them? Uh, you don't. Well, you know, you find your favorites. Obviously, yeah. there. Are, you know, there's um, the for for the studio albums. I always go – I have this ritual where every single time a new Prince album drops, like, yeah. you know, I turn off all the music and – I turn off all the lights and mm-hmm. get in the bath and, like, light candles <laughs> and, like, and, like hang out in the bathtub and listen to the Prince, like, really and, loud. And last year he dropped two albums, so that was a, that was, a nice that was a long, long bath. bath. I was, was wrinkly long, when long. I got out, yeah. <laughs> um, and those albums are awesome. Or uh, uh, Both of them are great, but yeah. the, the, the Prince one especially, I just fucking love. Which one's the Prince one? The one with him on the cover? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. And then, th- yeah, of course, Pat, he's on the cover. Uh, could you <laughs> turn your mic? Could you just turn your mic and talk like directly into it a little? Is bit? Is that better? Yeah, I don't know why I'm just my headphones aren't what they normally are today. What's wrong with me? I don't know. Is mine, it my head? Mine sounds okay. You're fine. Okay, I'm fine. Um, this guy's got 32 studio albums. Insane. I mean, that's it, crazy. It, it's 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 incredible. And like almost an album a year. Almost an album that's a, a year. Lot of baths. That's, That's a, a lot, lot of bad. Of bads. <laughs> 30, 32. Josh is almost clean. <laughs> and, 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 you know, uh, 
in those, he's had gigantic, you know, platinum successes. Yes. But the other thing I love about him is he'll put out an album that he knows is not going to, to be sell. sell. And it's all for him, you know. And how do you feel about those? Do you like those two? Or are there, are, there, are there are, ones there, where you're look, like, I never pull this one out? Um, I, well, it's different nowadays because of, you know, I, you know iTunes and, and listening to them. You know, I've, they're all digitized. Right. And so I'll, I have a Prince playlist on my, you know, my phone and it's just everything. And mm-hmm. it'll just randomly play stuff when I'm in the mood to listen to them. Um, but I, clearly, I mean, like just making this list this week. Yes. When was- we were... I, it was exciting and yet difficult oh my God. for you. Going ba- oh, it was really difficult because there's so much to go through. Yeah. And I wanted to play stuff that I was that, that, that I that I feel moves me. Yeah. And at the same time I want to do things that maybe people haven't heard yeah. a few tracks of. And there's probably a ton of songs people haven't heard unless you're oh a God. super Prince fan. So that's what I Well, thirty two albums yeah. and a zillion B sides yeah. and um and all really a couple of those are double albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now people record, you know, it's not just 10 songs yeah. on an album anymore. It's 14, 15, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kyle, what, what about you with Prince? You, you're, you're 25. You probably know the hits, of course. Yeah, I basically know the hits and the first Batman album. It's <laughs> basically it. Bat dances. Don't bring up Bat Dance. Kyle is not a fan of the Bat Not Bat Dance. I do have one song on my list from the Batman soundtrack. Yeah, I checked that to make sure it wasn't Bat Dance. (laughs) (laughs) Did you delete it as soon as you saw it, Kyle? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I can't think of an artist that was more mismatched at scoring a a dark, brooding comic book movie than the uh, the funky purple one. Yeah. You were a fan of that movie or, or... You know what? Here's the, when it came. I'm such a big Batman fan. So when that came out in 1989, I went in and watched it, and I told myself I loved it. Yeah. I told people it's so great, but I don't really like. I didn't. I don't really like those four Batman movies. Yeah. I, I just don't. I think there's so many things wrong with them. I yeah. Mean, if you want, if if you're a purist, and I yeah. think, and I don't think Tim Burton's a very good director. I think he's an art director. Yeah, I think he's an auteur. Like, yeah. he, like he does his I, thing. I can only name like. Three of his movies that I think are really good: Edward Scissorhands, Edward Scissorhands, Ed yeah. Wood, Ed Wood, yeah, and anyone with Ed in it, yeah, um, Pee Wee's <laughs> Big Adventure, yeah, yeah. It's probably another one, but uh, but yeah, for the most part, I'm just like, Ugh. Yeah. and then he, and then with him always recycling old material, you know, Planet of the Apes, Alice in Wonderland. I mean, all the Sweeney Todd, everything that's, yeah, yeah all the yeah. movies are like, well, yeah, we this has all been done. Yeah. Willy Wonka, it's like, yeah. come on, man. I really like him, but my love for him comes more from a visual storytelling yes. sense than from pure yeah. entertainment. Yeah, the and I did not like I did not like Jack Nicholson as the Joker. That was just Jack Nicholson with white face. There's no he wasn't doing anything. He's acting like he, yeah. I think if you yeah. went to a barbecue and Jack Nicholson had a couple of beers, that's who would have been there. <laughs> that the guy that played that was the Joker. He goes in your room and paints all over your yeah, heart. Yeah, a guy who's destroying your house, messing up your house after the party. Yeah. And then there's one part in that movie where he puts on the Jack Nicholson shades and I'm like that's fucking too much for me. Yeah. And then when 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 Michael Keaton runs up the stairs of the clock tower, yeah, the, the Batman doesn't run up the stairs. No, no. Yeah. he's up there before they get up there. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I, I, li- I, I like Keaton. I liked how the costume looked. Yeah, I was excited that there was a Batman movie, but then I, I don't, I don't know that. This is what I always tell people: I, go, I do not own those movies, so that tells you, right, right. Um, 
What I, I have to say, I was a, I was a bigger fan than you. I and a lot of people are. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. do love it. I, I kind of liked the camp version, and but that's how I saw Batman. Like my mm. idea of Batman was more coming from the TV series. Yeah. So I was used to the Kapow and and right. the, the the comedy version. Yeah. I mean, seeing Nolan's version yeah. now, that feels to me that is fucking Batman. Yeah. But. At the time, I really liked that campy version. Yeah. I don't know. I no, don't I understand. Know. And, no. and it had Prince, so I was. I, so you were I all, had all to, the more I was in. all in. Did you Michael, have, so you and had, Michael Keaton is one Michael of my Keaton favorite actors. Yeah. Uh, DC does all these animated direct to, to DVD movies. And I wish they would have Michael Keaton voice Batman on uh, one of those. That would be, be so good. Awesome. Did you own the, the Bat Tin? I did. You probably still do. I do, dude. I haven't gotten it. Yeah. yeah. All, I have so many CDs, though, that I can't fit them in our place. So I have them in boxes in storage. Now that I've digitized them all, but yeah, I have that bat tin. That's awesome. Yeah. See, I'm still a guy who, uh, I go to my, I, before I leave the house, I go upstairs to the, the rock room and I look through my CDs and I'll, I'll pull one out. Cause I like to listen yeah. to an album start to finish. So yeah. I'll go, Oh, today I'm like t- today. I, today on the way down, it was uh, Van Halen, 1984. Yeah. That was, yeah. That's what I listened to down on the way down today. Yeah. Um, well, the cool thing about Prince is that like, he also releases those kinds of like, he was one of those dudes who was into the purity of listening to an album yeah. front to back. And so much so that a couple of his albums, you know, there's no track delineation. So you press play and when you press forward, it goes to the end of the CD. There's no, there's yeah. no break. It's there's just no break. music yeah. wall to wall. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get this started, Josh. I think, uh, I think people, uh, Kyle, do you feel like, you know, Josh enough to start this, uh, shindig mm-hmm. called a shindig. Uh, artwork today I would throw out is uh, Glenn K. Amo. It's not Amo. It's Amo. Why did I say his name wrong every fucking time? Glenn, I'm so sorry. Glenn K. Amo has done the artwork for this episode. It, I do not have it yet. I have not seen it. But I'm going to tell you it's fantastic, <laughs> as it always is. So uh, I'm excited to see uh, Glenn's artwork for this one. And uh, Josh, I'm going to let you go first. Josh called me a couple times uh, worried that we would have the same songs. And I said, told him not to worry about that because... Um, because if we do, we're not going to have – it'll be one or two. It won't be ten of the same songs. Yeah. Right, Kyle? You're yeah. the keeper of the songs currently. Um, What's yeah, it look I like? Yeah, I think it looks completely different. Completely different. Look at that. See? Okay. So, so what are you going to start us off on, Josh? All right. I'm going to start us off on – since we are just talking about Batman, let's, let's, let's play let's a track. get this out of the way, let's and then see. I'll edit this out of the fun. <laughs> Um, this album to me was like pure camp, cheesy fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and this song, do, am I supposed to say the name of the song before you play it or do you sure, play it? You can say So it. this one is called Electric Chair and it's a fun guitar. Loving it. Let's hear it. You can turn that up. And then, Josh, when you think we've heard enough, you can just point at Kyle. Go for it, dude. So I think that that's, that, that song is kind of indicative to a lot yeah. of the, 
the the sound on of, that of Batman, that Batman soundtrack. soundtrack. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't know why it just did, that didn't gel with me. Well, because you were a Batman purist, so I guess so. You you unfairly judge <laughs> the music. <laughs> so you have nothing on your list from Batman. No, no, I don't even own any of that music in my iTunes. I Dude, see, when I before I came, I was just like, oh, he's probably just going to play the Batman soundtrack. No. Bat dance, <laughs> no. party man. Oh. Party man might be worse than bat dance. <laughs> I think party man's just so you good. know, you're not going to get me to to criticize. No, you're not going <laughs> right. to. I I love it all. That's not true. I mean, I love it in different. But yeah. I love that CD, that party man album uh, CD. Well, I it saw. was such a happening when that came out. You were probably wildly excited because that was gigantic. The whole the yeah. whole Batman machine when everything came out was was gigantic. So yeah. you, you couldn't have been anything but happy that Prince was. You know, getting some yeah. love again. And now, did you hear any of the Kim? Is it Bass Basinger? Kim Basinger? Kim ba- Basinger? She was in the yeah. in Batman. She's and she, Vicky Vale. Yeah, Vicky Vale. And he yeah, released, you don't bring her in the Batcave, Alfred. <laughs> Ridiculous. He released a. I think it was called the Scandalous Scandalous Sex Suite, and it was. And she was like the singer. She yeah. was the one that he kind of whispered sexy stuff to when they played the music and stuff. Let me ask you something. When yeah. he would, when he would, when he would like write a song for the Bangles, or he would bring Kim Basinger in, and he would work with Madonna and Sheena Easton, he banged all those women, right? I think he dated all of them. You think he dated all of them? Yeah, I think. Or I think. Well, certainly. When you say date, you mean bang. <laughs> <laughs> I think Prince has not had any trouble, despite his. Five foot two inches, right. finding women to to well, he's to, to talented. Sleep with, yeah, he's talented. To make love to yes, and it would be making love with Prince. Oh, it would dude? There's Come on, ro- purple roses probably. <laughs> he has them specially made, and there's purple yeah. rose petals all over. How yeah. big is that guy's bedroom? I can imagine probably as big as my house. Well, there's a f- there, there there's a famous uh, thing. I, I read it. I don't remember how long ago this is going back, but I think Carlos Carlos. Boozer, he's the the uh, basketball player. Had rented Prince his mm-hmm. uh, his house in L.A. Okay, and it was like being rented for like seventy thousand a month, like just something astronomical. And Boozer s- sued Prince because Prince like fucked up the place, like like put his own like his <laughs> his own like big print sign in the carpet and like, like all of this stuff. And it was a big suit where, where Carlos was suing Prince because of it. I also heard Prince had Jack Nicholson come over and redo all the paintings. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. All right. The first song I'm going to play oh, is from uh, Prince's third album from 1980, Dirty Mind. And uh, the first time I heard this song was actually Cyndi Lauper's version from She's So Unusual. So I don't even think I knew that Prince had a version of this until I read like the liner notes and saw, oh, he wrote this song. So this is uh, When You Were Mine. Is he slapping that bass? Is that what that bing, bing, bing? Yeah. It sounds like a very loose string bass. That might be attached to a wash tub. Mm-hmm. 
Prince on 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 a lot of the albums, a majority of the albums, he, he plays everything, right? That album in particular, yeah. I think uh, Dirt, the Dirty Mind album, he plays. He does all the song singing, all of the musician, all of the music, mm-hmm. everything yeah. except for. I think Dr. Fink might have played synth on a couple of tracks. That's I- also a Batman villain, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think there were some, uh, yeah, Lisa did some vocals on that okay. one too. But, but That's everything from, else. From Wendy and Lisa. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But everything else was, was him. So he, uh, everything you heard there was him. But a lot of times he's the only guy on the album. Am I right or am I wrong about that? Um, not. Uh, not anymore. That was that was the case for the first five okay. albums until Purple Rain came along, and that changed then. But he's he's definitely a dude that mm-hmm. that takes control and does his own thing. I also find it amazing uh, that an artist like Prince and um, who else? A lot of artists um, get to produce their own their debut album. Well, you would think that yeah. the, that the that Warner Brothers Records would go. You're going to work with this guy. To, you they, know did. I mean? they did. They did. They they were they were putting him with. I forget what the producer's name for the first album was, but they were putting him, and he said, "Fuck that, no way. No I'm way. doing my own thing." And Warner Brothers sent a dude down to the studio mm-hmm. to, to check make, out to make to, sure. To make sure. Was, yeah. And the guy came back that day and was like, "All right, he's he's good. He's don't, fine. D- Let yeah, him do don't, it. Don't, don't worry about a thing." Yeah. Because once you hand that that over to the artist on their first album, it, it, you can't really get that back. No, no. And then and that's big bank. Yeah, yeah. When, when well, but the interesting thing about Prince to me is that like he did his first album, which was for you. Yes. And he produced it all himself. Yep. Did his own thing, and it's a great first album especially when you you know look at it from the from the time period um but it it wasn't a huge success i mean like it 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 had a couple of singles that 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 were that they tried to release but it didn't really crack yeah, i don't anything. know any of the songs on that album well soft and wet was like a dance like they played that every once in a while um and there's uh, well, i love that in theory yeah but 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 then but the cool thing about him is so he kept being the producer mm-hmm. when he went on to do prince yeah and but knew he needed to step it up a level yes. and wrote some singles that, you know, one of them became a huge, huge, huge hit. So. And this guy's, this guy's got singles out the wazoo for sure. I, I mean, mean, I mean, God, I mean, like if you can put out a, what is it, three CD album yeah. for, of greatest hits, yeah. you go to see his shows and he could play his greatest hits mm-hmm. and then you're still like, but wait a second, he didn't play Little Red Corvette. He didn't yeah. play Purple. Like it just, it goes on and on. That's the problem with music now is when our kids are our age, there's not going to be that artist that they go to see that, that they know all that they know all the songs that, that form of music is dying out. You're not going to, there's not going to be a Prince, a, a Rod Stewart, a, an Elton yeah. John, a Billy Joel, who, whoever, whoever you want to name, you know, a, a, even a Foo Fighters There's not going to be. And that's what's sad about music yeah. right now. It's, no, no, I agree. I don't know I that agree. anyone can make a, a, you can have a career in music right now. I would think it's very, very, very hard, especially yeah. with all of the illegal downloading. And- yeah, and I mean, if your first album isn't multi-platinum, you're, the label doesn't give you two or three albums. They're like, hey, yeah, you're done. Well, and the, which the is other- weird too, because you would think it would be it, it's easier to get the music out there. It, it doesn't seem like it would cost as much to, since there's physical product isn't doesn't move as much as the digital product. You'd think that you would, could keep an artist on for a while. Cause it's like, yeah, yeah, it's not a big deal to put your next album out or yeah. promote it a little bit. I mean, look, I don't, I'm not an expert in the music uh, Whoa, industry. You're not, I'm not, I'll turn the but, off. but, uh, from what I understand is now it's all about touring. It's all about selling yeah. t-shirts. I mean, it's, it's, that's how the 
musicians yeah. make their money. And the other weird thing about today is that you know you put out an album and you might sell, you know, you might go platinum on a single, yeah, and then but the rest of your album doesn't. They don't download it. They only download, download the, the one single. single, and that's it. And some people, I think, they go to the iTunes store. And they don't even know what the song's called. They go, oh, Prince has a new song out. And they go there, and the one that has all the bars highlighted yes, across, yes. they're like, oh, okay, that's the one. I'll that's buy the that one. one. Yeah. And then you miss stuff. Like, you look at, like, that first uh, Prince CD. Mm-hmm. So Prince puts out Prince in 79, and, and you got I Want to Be Your Lover, which was a big hit. Yeah. Not, I'm not talking huge hit, but it was a big hit. Um, why you want to treat me so bad? I think did well, um, but then you know, I feel for you was one of the songs on that CD, yeah, which was huge later. Yeah, but that song didn't become famous on that CD. No. But people knew it because it was all, because they were buying they were buying the full CD. But yes. nowadays, no one would even know that song no. existed. Nope, that's the Shaka Khan song. Khan. Shaka Khan. Uh, well, let's get into another. Let's get into some more music. What do you got next? All right, cool. Um, all right, I'm gonna play. Uh, just so you know, that was one of my. I brought in eighteen just in case you and, played. And when you were mine, when was you were one mine, of yours? yeah, okay. I, that's one of my favorite. Like it's that was song. the one after I went back into his catalog. That was the one that I fell in love with. I mean, yeah. that song is just just freaking. It's a great funny. song. I love Cindy Lauper's version too. I would probably love anyone's version because it's just a great song. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're gonna move into something a little more. Uh, acoustic and kind of it this is this is you know the cross you know the the song the cross from sign of the times it's like a kind of god song and and but this song to me beats that one out it's called the truth and it was from his crystal ball release okay um what year uh that's okay you don't have to know this is 97 here 97 97? all right 97 let me confirm via wikipedia yes that's right the truth you were given all the answers And you stopped to wonder why But how will you know the truth? Everybody's got a right to love Everybody's got a right to lie the choice you make, it ain't no piece of cake. It ain't no motherfucking piece of pie. So that's like uh, just, you just, I just picture him in a fucking dark room, <laughs> naked with his guitar. <laughs> Candles on, just I just love that that vibe. He uh, and this guy must make this guy must go to the re- into his recording studio his studio every single day. I think that's the yeah. I think that's I don't know if it's that way anymore. He gets but that's up. Way, yeah. he, he has uh, he has a bowl of cocoa puffs <laughs> with, with soy milk. Well, he, he used to like spaghetti and orange juice. That's what he used to drink all the time. No, that's not true. Yeah, spaghetti and orange juice. That's, that's what he loved. That sounds terrible. <laughs> It's a terrible cup. Wait, wait, wait. It's not one cup of spaghetti with orange juice in it. But that's what he, he used to eat, like a bowl of spaghetti. And I can only juice. drink orange juice with a, with breakfast. I can only drink it like if I'm having <laughs> eggs and bacon. Yeah, yeah. Like I can't have pizza and orange juice or or, or a pot roast. And they all have orange juice. Vodka, pot roast. Vo- vodka and orange I can juice. have vodka and orange juice. And that's two drinks, though, together, Josh. <laughs> uh, Kyle, flip my next two because I want to play. This is a song from 2006. From an album called 3121 What does that mean? What's 3121 mean? Oh, you see, you stumped me I don't know You don't, I don't know either 
I don't know. But uh, God, if we had someone that could look something like that up, I wish we did, but we don't. We just have Kyle. <laughs> um, but the, this song is called, um, here's what it says, 3121, pronounced, this is Wikipedia says, it's pronounced 3121. Right. Uh, yeah, thanks, Wikipedia. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, and it's, uh, 3,121. No, it it redirects. (laughs) He, uh, it's, uh, I don't know. It doesn't, it's not really telling me anything. Okay. Anyway, this song is called fury of the song. Love the song. I think I saw him play this on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Yeah. The guitar was killing thing that i uh, about prince's catalog is they've never gone back and remastered this stuff they they've never they're not really you know what i mean it seems like there should have been like a uh, you know a 20th or anniversary of of 1999 or you know they have you have you heard of the new masters though he he re because warner brothers owned his the material Mm -hmm. that owned the masters yes he re-recorded the songs and it's called the new masters yeah i don't like when they re-record the stuff though you know what i mean yeah yeah, i just think they should go i mean they just finally did springsteen's first seven albums this past year but i mean the technology has changed they need to go in and and, it's about to change for prince too because prince when he signed the new deal with warner brothers this last year yeah for the new album um, he put out this statement about how he and Warner Brothers were getting along now and everything was fine. And, mm. and I, I think we can expect in the next couple of years for everything to be re-released. And you'll be buying all that again. Too, Dude, right? of course. What I do you, have, yeah. I have information on 3121. Tell what's, me. What's going on, Kyle? It, uh, it refers to Psalm 3121. Okay. Which is blessed be Jehovah for he. Oh, okay. Because yeah. it became a Jehovah's Witness. Well, yeah. Right. And then uh, also, it, a further explanation reveals that it is the 31st release, and the release date was on the 21st. Uh, All right. That's weird. I don't know if that's Which, true, though. I don't know if yeah, that is because then 31st. this says the 28th studio album, so who knows? Yeah, maybe, maybe they're counting greatest hits in that. Yeah, it's so. like releases. He doesn't have a live album, does he? Yeah, he has. Well, not like a, not like, I'm talking like a, like a, like not 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 a release. No, not a not a. There, there was there was the Purple Rain tour mm-hmm. that you can still get on on VHS, yeah. but they never released an album for it. But it is I. It was the one that I like. I played that thing so yeah. much that my VCR like I I still have a VCR. I still kept a VCR specifically <laughs> just, for this one. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. When I saw him at the Staples Center a couple a few years ago. I mean, he makes a point of letting you know we're we're playing live. This is live. Yeah, this is all one hundred percent live. What you're hearing is live. This is a live band, and uh, yeah, I think he would make a great like live album. Yeah, yeah, it's it's common. I would it's call common. it Prince Comes Alive. Is what I would call it. <laughs> at, Prince how, at Budokan. How many times have you seen him live? I've only seen him once. Once? I've only seen him once. How many times have you oh, seen I'm him? Walking out of here. He's your favorite. He's your favorite artist. How many times have you seen him? Uh, well, when he was I'm at the Staples crazy. Center, I saw him. I think. 
three or four nights on his twenty-one night stand. Yes, at at, uh, at the for, it was at the, the forum. forum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw him four times there. For and that's that, before for that. the forum was yeah fixed they, up. Oh, it was it was a disaster. Yeah, a it was a disaster. But you know, once he takes the stage, it yeah. you know everything. Yeah, uh, I've I, you know I've seen him maybe fifteen. 15 times. So it's not like, no, that's it's, not it's not like I'm chasing, you know, the dead around. I mean, I'm, yeah. you know, I, that's but, a reasonable. Yeah. But there are, but, but a lot of mine are special times, like, mm-hmm. um, in the like small clubs yeah. and I saw him at the key club. Oh my God. The key sunset. club. Okay. The key club holds about what? How many people? It was tiny. 300. Yeah. It's it was super tiny. It was. Tiny. How did you even get into that show? It was one of those where I was listening to, one of the radio stations mm-hmm. and they said Prince tickets go on sale in an hour, you know, outside the key club. So you just first 300 there. get in. And I was, I was like, I was like on my way to work and I was like, Aah! on the yeah. freeway, drive straight there, stand in line. I think I was standing in line for eight hours before they handed out the wristbands. Oh my God. Um, but it was insane. It was like, and now were you with, did you concert. get two tickets or just you? I, I went with Lila. Okay. Yeah. My wife. Um, and, uh, we had already seen him a couple of times, mm-hmm. I flew to Vegas to see him. I think he was at MGM Grand. Yeah. One of my really good friends, uh, David Kluans, I've seen him several times. The best time we ever saw him, by the way, at it was at the Roosevelt Hotel on Sunset. Oh, my God. And it was in this tiny banquet hall, this tiny, tiny, tiny banquet hall. So tickets went on sale, and they said, okay, he's going to open at like 9 o'clock. And meanwhile, we had, we, we had our first kid. So yeah. Asher was born. And – we were still having to wait. Like, there was no babysitter or any or for the morning. Right. And so at midnight, he still hadn't gone on. And Lila's like, I'm out of here. I, I got to wake up I in the morning. I'm like, sorry, honey. I'm, I'm staying. I'm sleeping in. Yeah. Um, so he, he, got, he, he went on stage around midnight, and it was intense. It was just – it was an amazing show. And you're in this, like, tiny room. So small. Right next to him. And and then afterward, we hear these like these rumblings of, as we as everyone's filing out, we see them setting up some equipment in the in the lobby, and there are some people like tuning some guitars, and most of the people left, and Dave and I stayed, and around two thirty in the morning, uh, there were a couple of guys were you know it was like a jazz kind of yeah. thing, a couple of guys were playing, and then all of a sudden on the top balcony you see Prince, and he like gets in the elevator and comes down. <laughs> He's wearing his like PJs. Like seriously, he was like he was wearing his pajamas. Chris, Chris Bunny Ro- slippers. Yeah, like Chris Rock was right there. Chris Rock watched this two thirty in the morning concert with us, and he just got up and just freaking jammed for like two hours. And then he there was a stop. A lot of other people left, and then yeah. he came back out, and there was like two dozen people in the audience, and he played for another hour. It was it was insane. And then after that, there were rumblings that he was going to Denny's. He might be going to Denny's for breakfast. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was intense. It uh, was intense. It's your turn to play a song, I think, right? Didn't we just hear um, Fury? Yes, we did. Excuse All right. Me. I'm going to go, speaking of Lila, this was the, our first song. And does, does Lila like Prince too, or does she yeah. just like him because you like him? No, she, we were both huge fans. Mm-hmm. I would have to say that I was, a, I, I mean, no one, I, I was a much bigger fan than she was. But but we had two songs that were going to be our wedding songs. One I can't play because it's a it's a uh, it's a bootleg and it hasn't okay. officially been released. It's called Electric Intercourse. Okay, and it's an amazing song. If you can find it, check it out. It's called Electric Electric Intercourse. But the song that we danced to that the wedding band mm-hmm. learned and everything was a door on the Sign of the Times oh, album. Yes, okay, um, and it's uh, I am I am a huge 
fan of his ballads, and this is one of his best. I was at your wedding, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 How about that? <laughs> Until the end of time. What album is that off of again? That's the best album Prince has ever released, Sign of the Times. That's my... Uh, 1999 got me into him. Yeah. Purple Rain is considered... Like, most people think that Purple Rain is the best album. Well, Sign of the Times is... It is front to back, double album, packed with hits, great music. And I feel like that was the album that he peaked as a musician. Like, that one to me was just... Insane. Well, let's play. I have a song from Sound of the Time, so let's play it, Kyle. It's uh, it's uh, it's way down at the bottom. You can move it up to number three. You find it? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just hit this one. I love this song. This might be my favorite Prince song. I just love this song so much. song predates Kyle by two years. Oh. <laughs> Do you know that song? No, I don't know that one. It's oh. such a great song. That song rocks. That was on my list, too. I was yeah. going to play a different version, but yeah. Uh, that... Uh, that whole CD. Were you in love with that CD or no? Uh, no, but I do like a bunch of songs. I mean, I, I don't know the whole album. I'll, I'll search it out now that you, you're oh, telling me dude, this. Oh, dude, the album from front to back is just... Mm-hmm. I love the cover. Oh, the cover's great. Yeah. And there's a live... There, as close to a live performance mm-hmm. as you're going to get. There's a concert film that came out mm-hmm. that was signed at the time. Oh, I remember the concert, that. Yeah. You, I, and you, I saw it in the movie theater. Yeah. And they cranked it up, and it was it was pretty killer. What if they didn't crank it up in the theater? What if they came to go, <laughs> uh, tonight's performance of the movie, we're going to turn it down. It's going to be kind of quiet, so you guys should just keep it low. Don't chew your popcorn. <laughs> um, yeah. More music. Let's play more. I all think right. we're talking a lot, and I think the talk is good, but I want people to hear music, too. All right. All right. I'm not saying don't talk. I'm going to go, since that was kind of fast, I'm going to go to his a little jazzier blues stuff. It's a song called Old Friends for Sale, and it was a bootleg that had been going around, mm-hmm. around for a long time, and then it was officially released on his album called The Vault, okay. where he released about 10 of his uh, vaulted songs. Mm-hmm. 
This is uh, Marshall Crenshaw, and he does a cover of that song. Oh, does he really? Really fun. Oh, I gotta check uh, it out. I don't. I don't think I've heard it. I can remember in high school, like the you know the lunkheads in high school would be like, the "Prince, he's gay," and I'm like, "I'm pretty sure he's the exact opposite of gay." <laughs> he might be he so far away more. from <laughs> so far away from gay that you're not even in the that you're gay. That's yeah. that's how far away from gay is you're gay. Uh, the fact that he can wear high heels, yeah. and still. Be a badass. How does he look so great? Still, I don't he's fifty six. Yeah, I have no idea. He does. He looks really good. Though. I mean, is he? What is? Is he doing insanity? <laughs> is that what? I mean, is it diet? Is it? Uh, I don't see him getting on the treadmill I with think, those high heels or kill himself. Uh, I, I, he plays basketball. That's oh, that's it. That's he it. Plays basketball, basketball at the court. Yeah, but I mean, he looks. I mean, he doesn't seem to have had any work done. No. He looks I mean, maybe amazing. I don't know. Yeah, he's and, and he's. You see him on stage 
Like he just started a new tour that mm-hmm. I cannot wait for. And he has an all girl band right now, right? Is that true? Does yeah. He still have these these yeah, chicks. Yeah, yeah. Third eye. Uh, third eye. Third eye. What? Third eye. Girl, girl, Blind. third eyed girl, it's like third eyed girl. Um, and it's uh, the album's really good. The album's really good. He mm-hmm. released it at the same time he did his new album. Yeah, um, it's good. Is that a band album? Is the girl singing lead on songs too, or is he still? Yeah, lead? he uses the girls in his band also, mm-hmm. and uh, they're you know he you know, he has these these proteges that he yeah. brings up. So like that song was Apollonia, mm-hmm. and Apollonia. Was one of his yeah. groups and Vanity Six was Sheila one of his e. groups. Sheila E. Well, I wouldn't. She, no, Sheila E. Was not one of his proteges. Sheila E. He wrote Sugar Walls for her. Think he dated her? I think so, but think, I don't know. Slept, slept for her. Probably. What is Prince like on the tour bus after the show? Does he get on there and go, ah, throw in throw in some Curb Your Enthusiasm? That's what I'm in the mood to watch tonight on the tour bus. I think, yeah, I do. Or I does think he all say, of those you know guys what? are let's like go, that? Let's play, they watch Purple Rain. Let's play Yahtzee. Yeah, let's do board game night. Well, you, you say that, but it's, it's it's it's. I feel like it's like that's the person, and I like I because I don't know Prince, so I don't know. But right. like, like I've hung out with like Rob Zombie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Rob is you see his stage persona, mm-hmm. right? And it's crazy, like just yeah. like nutsy, crazy, like yeah. oh my god! And then you talk to him afterward. And like he was telling me his favorite show was like Everybody Loves Raymond. And I'm like, really? <laughs> just, for some reason, Prince is so – he's like the one artist to me that I think he's re- – he really – like he floats on a cloud of air. Yeah, yeah. I mean he, I really think that he's – I can't think of the word, but I, I really think that it really bleeds over into – and I'm, of course, it c- couldn't possibly be. But um, you know what I mean? I yeah, no, like no, I get it. I get it. He's a special. Yeah, he is. He yeah. is a special. Yeah. Like, yeah, we know Alice Cooper – doesn't kill babies right all Doesn't, the time yeah <laughs> but, yeah no I, I i think i think there is something kind of yeah like has anyone interviewed him has he sat down for like an interview yeah you can get early early interviews with him mm-hmm. and there were a couple of actually uh, some of my my uh i have a couple of lps that were released right. that had full-length interviews with him but it was all before the purple rain days so right. what happened was when he was first getting started, the record company mm-hmm. kind of made him do some talking. Yeah. And then there was a publicist that came in and basically shut it down. It was just like, no, you d- don't make eye contact with people. Don't say anything. Yeah. And then he kind of disappeared. And that's when he became this kind of cipher. Yeah. Enigmatic. Yeah. Is that the word? Yeah. What's your next song? Let's stick with Purple Rain for okay. a second. And, uh, at first, I didn't want to play anything from Purple Rain because everyone knows Purple Rain, but it's hard to yeah. not. The songs are so good, it's hard to not pick one. Yeah. Well, I've got two, but let me start with, since that was the, the kind of ballady one, let's go to Darling Nikki, dude. Okay. Woke up the next morning, Nikki wasn't there. I looked all over, all I found was the phone number on the stairs. It says, Whenever you want to cry. Yeah. Oh. 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 Oh.
Now, because he's a Jehovah's Witness, he does not play that live anymore. He doesn't play that live anymore. He doesn't play Head anymore. There's a few that what he does, won't play. What, what's a Jehovah? What what is? A, I don't know what a, I don't know anything about being a Jehovah's Witness. What I don't either. But he can't play sexy songs live. Well, I mean, I've heard, I still have heard him, but he like he he throws in like God, Some instrumental. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, you know, I think he his career has always been about being that kind of both sides. Like when he came in with controversy, that whole song was about: Am I black or am I white? Mm-hmm. Am I straight or am I gay? Right. What you know? Guys in my high school said he's gay. but like i think that's always been his one of the interesting things about him is you just don't know he doesn't want he doesn't want you he doesn't want you to know like i i think mysterious he's mysterious he even lied like at some point early in his career where he was saying that like he's got he's a mulatto he's got a a white mother black Mm -hmm. father which is not true he has that both of his parents are black so i mean but he i think he gets off on on playing around with people's expectations. Play, messing with your head. Messing with your head, man. Uh, let's hear a song. This was on, to my knowledge, this was, um, this was uh, on, it was, it's on the, the Hits album from 1993. I don't think it was released prior to that. And this is a song called Peach. Yeah. She was dark. She was tan. She made me glad to be a man. She was young. She was smart. Stop that for a second. If you listen in there, I think he sampled something from the Flintstones. <laughs> Play it again and listen. You know when you know when Fred puts his feet out yeah, to stop yeah, the car. Yeah. Listen to this guy. Listen. She was dark. She was tan. She made me. That's so. Did you hear that? <laughs> isn't that isn't that the Flintstones? That uh, is the Flintstones. Yeah. I was and again, I love listening to music with headphones because I never heard that before until yeah. I was putting. I'm like, wait a, wait a minute. second. It sounds like he sampled something from the Flintstones. Yeah, he owes Hanna Barbera some money. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's a, that's a great song. That's a great tune. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's slow it down for a second. Uh-oh. Are we gonna dance? You want to dance? Yeah, let's dance. Put on the. You're going to get between us, Kyle? All right. I'm going to play a song (laughs) that became his big, the biggest hit that he wrote for another artist. Okay. Do you know what song that is? Nothing Compares to You. Yeah. But I'm going to play his version. Which was also on this hits compilation. Yeah. But I think think I'm playing. what did I, which one did I give you, dude? It's from One Night Alone. Live. Okay, yeah. So this is the live version. Okay, there's good. something about the the one on the one hits uh, the one on the hits CD. It's a little harsh. It's a I, I still love it. Yeah. It's, but it's a little bit harsh. This one has it's a little more flowy. Mm-hmm. Um, but this song is just and now and Sinead won't sing it now is what I just heard. I've and, I've heard she will not sing it. Well, they, tell they, it. They, that's they that's had, really smart, Sinead. They, yeah, I know. They had a couple of things going on. I think. So, yeah. A little fight. I hope he didn't bang her.
Get yeah, it that on. was great. That sounded really. I, I know oh. what you mean. Yeah, that does sound much better than the one that's on the hits. Yeah, and I like the one on the hits. Yeah, but but look, he is. There, you don't know Prince unless you've seen him in concert or mm. heard him in concert. I mean, he does he does things with a guitar mm. in a way that you just you just can't even. Yeah. Yeah, and he's in concert. I mean, the one time I saw him, he's he's true to the original arrangement, and yet plays around within the song. Yeah, yeah, gives you a real. I mean, a, a real show. You really, you really feel like you're seeing. Oh, oh, the other concerts I've seen are just they're going through the motions. They're playing it because they think. Yeah. And but the, and the fun thing about Prince and and the frustrating thing about Prince also, and I'll say it, it's frustrating is you go to a concert and he'll open up and he'll say. You all came here to hear Purple Rain. You know, you should leave now. And and then right. he'll play all this shit that you're like, what yeah. is this? But if you if you just relax into it yeah. and enjoy it, it's it, it's intense. Yeah, when I saw him, I think I knew sixty percent of the songs. Yeah, and I didn't not enjoy the rest of the show. Right, but and it wasn't like it, he doesn't know he's he doesn't throw like you go see Journey and they play all the hits. Right, and that's it. Right, and they. I can't imagine that's fun every night. Yeah. Just throwing out every the same set list yeah. every single night. Well, it and I think I think that's why Prince does, you know, is still putting out new music right mm-hmm. now is that yeah. he has a different mentality about it. He wants yeah. he's wants to explore. Like he doesn't want to just sit back and play old shit. He could easily, I mean, he could say I'm doing greatest hits tour. I'm not I'm just going to go and play yeah. all the hits and it would Yeah. But who cares? Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, did you wait? Did you go to the forum show? The twenty one. No, I one? saw. I saw him at the Staples Center when he was in the round. Gotcha. Okay, that was a, that was a great show too. I saw yeah. that one also. But like he had a he had a he had a fireman's pole and he would, he would <laughs> yeah. slide down and exit the stage <laughs> through the down the bottom of the stage. Yeah, yeah. That was then he awesome. would come up with his. He would be in his bat dance costume. Yeah. No, he wouldn't do that. <laughs> what were you gonna say? The forum show um, where he, he'll just play a note. And it'll be like, you, you want some more? And everybody starts screaming. And he'll play like another note. And then he'll go on to another song. And you're just like, no. Yeah. It's like, it's horrible. But right. I love it still. Uh, I'm flipping the next two, Kyle. Let's hear from 1988's Love Sexy. Let's hear Alphabet Street. You wanted to say you wanted to say a story about Wendy, of Wendy and Lisa. Yeah, what's going on? All right, so did you take her to prom? I didn't. <laughs> but the cool thing about living in Hollywood, right? Yeah. So I obviously I've I've imparted how crazy I am about Prince. Yeah, I've been in love, you know, for yeah. forever. So you're I not show, trying to break into his house, crazy. You just want to exactly. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I'm I'm yeah. I'm all about I'm like that the with man many people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I my my kids play baseball, so mm-hmm. I show up at my I I co coaching with a a friend of mine who works. Your at, kids are good athletes. They're good athletes. Who yeah. do they get that from? Your your wife or you? Uh, I, I, not from my wife, but also not from me. I, it's like a some kind of God given thing. Because, they just love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I was a baseball player and mm-hmm. soccer and stuff, but they're they're good. They're I'm, good. I, I, yeah. So I'm co coaching with a buddy of mine who works at Lionsgate, and I show up. 
and one of the kids on my team's last name is Melvoin. And you're like, no, no way. Like, there's no way. There's, there's no, no way. way. There's no way. And then I turn around and when she, he, the kid's getting picked up, and it's Wendy. And I'm like, and the crazy thing was I was so awestruck. I, I couldn't say any Like for, for, for a month, I carried – like I went back to my, my, my place and I got my, uh, my original Rolling Stone, like the Rolling Stone yeah. with Prince and Wendy and Lisa yeah, on yeah. the cover. And I was like, I'm going to have her sign this. I'm going to have her sign this. I'm gonna have, I kept it in my glove box for like two weeks and finally was like, I just can't do it. So if you've never had the conversation, not yet, but you will, right? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I've, I, I've, we've been in the same circles. Our kids are the mm-hmm. same age. So she plays his kid, her kid plays basketball with us and baseball. So I've been around her, you know, 50 times and I've never said a word to her. I'm, I'm terrified. I'm so, I, which one is, album is awesome. which one is Wendy awesome. and which one is Lisa in the, in the kiss video. Is she on w- the s- Wendy is the one, and the, the, it's an amazing story. Wendy is the one for Purple Rain. The, mm-hmm. fir- the first time she ever played with the Revolution mm-hmm. was the filming, or no, not the filming, the recording of the song Purple Rain. Okay. They later lip synced it for the movie. Yeah. But that recording was the first time she ever played live on stage. That recording was the first time anyone had heard Purple Rain live. Wow. And she steps out on stage and like does like sixteen bars of Purple Rain, and then he walks in, and yeah. and it's from the movie what we know. Wow! Um, but she, so she's the guitarist, um, and Lisa was keyboards, um, and you know like that computer blue song. They kind of talk back and forth, you okay. know. Wendy. But in the in the in the Kiss video, she's on the stool playing guitar, yes, yes, kind of yeah. making the faces. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, yeah. Your turn. Um, Your turn. Oh, you, I'm sorry. You, no, 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 no. That's but, amazing. So I still I don't know how you couldn't do it? How you can't I, talk I, to her? Uh, I, I'm like a little bit awestruck. I'd have a Wendy and Lisa T-shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have all their albums too. Like I was, it's uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, they do a lot of uh, of uh, writing music for TV shows and yeah. stuff now too. Yeah. All right. So let's do uh, let's do the ride. The ride is we we're just talking about how he, this he sa- sounds in concert live. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is also from Crystal. Uh, no, wait, yeah, this is from Crystal Ball. And this was another one that was a like I was in love with this song for yeah. a while as a bootleg, and then it was released uh, in his Crystal Ball. <laughs> you like it real slow. I got days. You like it real slow. If you want some good loving, baby, I know the way. So, I mean, like, that's, like, straight-up live. Like, the way he gets his guitar to talk, like, he says that word. Like, he sings this line, and then the, the guitar, like, imitates him. Mm-hmm. I just fucking love that. Is, uh, do, you have a, do you have a go-to Prince album? Like, he, this is the one. Like, I'll, I'll always go to, for this one. Like, oh, well, yeah. Well, Sign, Sign, of, the Sign of the Times. Yeah, Sign of the Times is definitely my one. And then do you have one that's at the other end of the spectrum? Like, one that you... Don't go to that often. There's one, yeah. There, there was one that he released called um, News. It, it was like four songs. It's like North, East, West, South, 
and each one, I, 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 if I remember correctly, each one runs exactly 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's more of like one of those experimental ones yeah. that I'm like, yeah, all right. All right. I, I, can, I can appreciate it, but. Yeah, I yeah. I, yeah I, I enjoyed my bath, but <laughs> I don't, list, I don't bring, it, bring it out a lot. And Prince is not on Twitter. I don't believe he is on Twitter. <laughs> I don't think that's something he does. <laughs> because we were talking about it, Kyle, let's, uh, let's hear a little of uh, Kiss from the Parade album. Love the song, love the video. Singing in some falsetto. I like the video because he really seems like he's having, like he's having fun. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Cherry Moon? Yeah. I did not see that movie. And I didn't see Graffiti Bridge either. How are those movies? Isn't Julia Binoche in Under the Cherry Moon? God, you might be right. I don't I don't I'm not Julia Binoche. It's um I'll look this one up, Kyle, because I'm I don't trust you. I re- th- 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 that's that that soundtrack I love. Parade Parade is one of my was one of my favorites. Um where he really kind of added jazz to the C D. Uh, Kristen Scott Thomas is who I was thinking oh, of. Oh, the English Patient. Yeah, she's in that. So that's uh, yeah. I don't even know what that movie's about. You could tell me it's about cherry farming. It's I about Christopher Tracy. Mm-hmm. That's why there's the song Christopher Tracy's Parade. I don't know who Christopher Tracy is. He's one of the characters. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a fun movie. Kiss is actually one of those songs that I feel like. I mean, that was a huge breakout hit. Yeah. Um, and there's a little controversy to it too because I I think that. There was a band called Maserati that had been involved in the recording of mm-hmm. it, and maybe it, like I think Prince did a version of it and then gave it to Maserati, thinking that they were gonna. It was one of his protege groups that they were gonna do a recording of it, and then they did some stuff to it, and then he mm-hmm. took it back and re-recorded it. Yeah, and there was some controversy over who was actually no like, pun intended. There was yeah, some controversy. There was some controversy. Let me ask you this. Um, uh, Prince directed under a cher- under the cherry moon. Yeah. Now, if if I'm going to say something negative about Prince, it's the fact that he did not allow directors to come in and help navigate his career. I feel like you did know, he direct under the cher- Purple Rain. No, he didn't. Uh, okay. it, was, it was a different director, but he directed Graffiti Bridge he, and he directed Under the Cherry Moon. Let me ask you something because you're a filmmaker. Yeah. I wouldn't know how to direct a film. Per, you know, I, I could I could read about it. I could shadow you on a set a couple right, of days right. or something. But how does how does he jump headlong into doing this? Well, how would a guy do even I mean, do at, that? At the end of the day, I understand the idea of like you know Rocky. I mean Sylvester Stallone, but he didn't direct the first Rocky. No, I I don't know. I I feel like I, I feel like that was that. If I had to say what was Prince's biggest misstep, it was. Deciding to direct his own stuff. Yeah. And that includes like the music videos and stuff like that. Like I feel like 
at the time when you look at something like Michael Jackson and those yeah. videos were revolutionary. Yeah. And they were iconic and Prince, but, he, but he didn't get behind the camera on those. Michael, I mean, he didn't no, exactly, say, yeah. exactly. He, you know, he brought in these huge directors to to do his well, his work, I, and Prince didn't do that. Yeah, I would think it, Prince would say, "Look, I'm the best at this. Yes, so I want to have the best at that. Help me." And instead, I think he says, "I'm the best at this, so therefore I will be the best at that." And I and I understand, I understand that idea. I mean, first time I directed something, I you know I. You didn't know what I was doing, and- right? But you, but you were you. That was your trajectory. You, you didn't, yeah. you didn't, you didn't start studying film and then say, "I'm going to make an album." Right? No, you're right. You're right. But I maybe do love I your your album's great, though. I do, Thanks, love dude. It. I appreciate that. Um, and how was Graffiti Bridge? Was that a sequel to Purple Rain, kind of, or not? Uh, it wasn't that it was the second one, but it wasn't a direct. It was not a direct sequel. sequel. He no. doesn't play the same character. Right? No, no, no. Um, it's a little crazy. It's a little, uh, it's a little bit like the CD is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little all over the place, in a good way for the music, in a bad way for the movie. I think. Do I have anything off graffiti? I think I did, and then now I don't. But I do have. Oh, it's your turn. Though we just played Kiss, didn't we? I think I turn. might I'm have sorry. something off graffiti bridge. Um, joy in repetition. Let's listen to it. All right. Don't. Just uh, just looking at his discography, just since just since two thousand one, he's had an album out in two thousand one, two thousand three, two thousand four, two thousand six, two thousand seven, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, and then in two thousand fourteen, two yeah. albums. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, still, I, and he's how old did you say he was? He's fifty six, I think. Yeah, I wish all my artists would, you know, put music out like that. I love new music. I mean, yeah. uh, even you know, artists that I've loved forever that have been around forever. Like it, it just baffles me how Billy Joel could. In 1993, he stopped recording new albums. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't, I think he's recorded like a single, yeah, one single since, but he's just like, nah. I mean, unless he just said, I've shot my wad. I literally don't have any, anything left to sing about or that I can do. But it's really, that's a long time to not. Yeah. And now if he recorded an album, because it's been so long, it would probably be disappointing to say, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah, no, I hear you, dude. There's my rant. I hear um, you. Let's go to 2007, since I was talking about albums in uh, the 2000s. This is from Planet Earth. This is a song called Guitar. Yeah. Like how I say, Wait, yeah, what? before you A song called Guitar. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was looking for Planet Earth for some reason. Oh, that's okay. That's okay if you're not paying attention. <laughs> I think this is this is one of those albums where it's just Prince. I think he's all yeah. only. Yeah. You 
It's a great song. Yeah. How's that album? I don't know that the album. Album's just, yeah, the album's good. Yeah, the album's good. Yeah, yeah. That that's that was yeah. There, there have been a few in the past twenty years where I'm like, oh, I like I really. That was one of them. I really like mm-hmm. Chaos and Disorder. I really really liked yeah. this new one. I think is freaking phenomenal. Just yeah. there's some great music on the new one. Um, yeah, it's fun when you listen to an album and you by a, a, a classic artist, let's say, and you're just blown away. You're like, wow, how did they do this? Yeah. This yeah. late in the career, how were they able to do this? Oh, but, just crazy. Um, what do you got? What do you got for us? All right, let's go. How to... deep in are we, Kyle? What time? How long have we been recording? An hour ten. An hour ten. Okay, we got time. What time? How how long do we'll we do? Ninety. All right, good, good. All right. Well, let me jump in with uh, since that was a little fast. Let's slow it down again. And this is off the Gold Experience, which is another one of those CDs that I freaking love. And this one is called. Shh. You're supposed to like pop right in there. <laughs> now that's not Prince on drums. No. That's great. rather do you after school like some homework <laughs> come on he's a, a lot of songs about doing it doing there's, you there's a lot of songs are you do you have a favorite ballad um i don't know if i have a favorite do, ballad. do me baby i, I think is, i like, I think, I like, the, I, think I like the more up-tempo print stuff than, yeah yeah than the ballad the ballads might get too much into that uh barry white soul kind of stuff that isn't to necessarily my my jam, Cup of tea. my jam, as April would say. Uh, <laughs> but here's a song I love. I don't know how this album is, but this is one of my favorite Prince songs, and it's a song everyone knows. This is from Around the World in a Day. This is Raspberry Beret. So this is uh, Around the World in a Day. He has to follow up Purple Rain. And he does it in less than a year because Purple Rain came out in June 84. This comes out in April 85. Yeah. I think it was kind of, he probably thought, let's just put something. We're never going to follow this up. We're never going to sell Not only that, but the really cool thing about that album was not only did he know he wasn't going to succeed you can't, in you that can't, kind of a yeah. grand way. When he released the album, he demanded that Warner Brothers not put out a single for the first month. 
Wow. So what he wants, because he wanted, he wanted people, people to, to experience the, the album. CD as opposed to come at it from just one song. And he, uh, and I thought it, I mean, that, that CD I think is great. Like it's mm-hmm. really kind of psychedelic. Yeah. I like Pop Life. That's on there, Pop right? Life is great on there. Um, this is also, he gets to now do a, it called the, the album Paisley Park. He kind of has his own label now. It's Paisley Park. Yeah. Brothers. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I mean, but I mean that album, I mean, Purple Rain sold 13 million copies in the U.S. alone. Around the World in a Day sells 3 million, which it would be it would have been amazing for anyone at that time to sell 3 million copies. But right. coming off of, off of Purple Rain. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, it feel, it feel, it's not a disappointment, but feel, but anything was going to be. You, you can't win. You can't win. You can't win in that. Yeah, you yeah. just can't win. I mean, it's not, uh, you know, it's not, yeah. it's not hysteria following pyromania. It was, you know, it's yeah. just, it's hard. Well, and and he came up with a couple of, I mean, Raspberry Bray is a great song. A Pop great Life song. is a great yeah. song. Paisley Park is a great song. Mm-hmm. But you still see him, like one of my other songs, and we'll play that next, is is called um, Temptation. And it's off of that album. And you still hear he's really experimenting mm-hmm. and doing, like, he like when he wrote this song, he knows this is not going to be a hit. But it's like him playing. This is eight minutes long, this song. We'll only play a couple seconds. Let's play eight of it. Let's play seven minutes of it. In the eighties, it was Prince a big um, B side person. Like, were there a lot of unreleased oh, B sides? Yeah. Well, and most of them, not most of them, a lot of them got released when he put out the greatest hits album. Okay. So there, there's a whole album of his unreleased songs, and there's some great ones on there. Horny Toad is yeah. awesome. There was one from the Batman um, soundtrack called "I Love You and Me," which I just adore, yeah. and that's another one of those kind of soft, slow, yeah. ballad I kind wish, of I wish the, I wish the labels would, because uh, there's, there's still a lot of B-sides that have never been on CD or digital. I wish, right. I wish record companies would get, get behind that and throw those up on iTunes or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Really, you, unless you burn it from your original 45 onto an MP3, you can't yeah, get those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what is my next tune? Oh, this is from 2000. How many do we have left each? Lost well, I have I have one two three four five I have like six six more but I'm probably I'm probably apologies to I would die for you I don't think I'm going to play that okay uh, so I'm everyone gonna, knows that yeah everyone knows that I'm going to get rid of that um I'm per, well, that was a live version by the way I would die for you and um uh what was the other one from Purple Rain that it leads into mm. um Baby I'm a Star yeah. both of those were recorded live oh cool at at First Avenue the club. I'm also probably going to get rid of. We talked about it, but I'm not going to play. I want to be your lover. I'm going to get I'm okay. going to take that off my from list from the original Prince album. Yeah, great, great song. But um, but I will play for the title track from 2004. This is Musicology. Sometimes uh, listen to the groove, y'all. Let it unwind. 
It's funky. It's got an old style beat to it, yeah. but, but still feels new. I yeah. like it. I like it too. Yeah. Who is uh? Who else has Prince collaborated with? He collaborated with Madonna on the Like a Prayer album. Yeah, love song uh, and yeah. uh, temp- and that the actor of Contrition. He played that awesome yeah. guitar lick. Sheena Easton. And he wrote Manic Monday. He wrote Manic Monday. Christopher. Um, he did uh, "Love Thy Will Be Done" with for Martika, which is a great song, great song. Um, and then you know, obviously the yeah. his proteges, "Vanity," yeah, the time he wrote right. a bunch of those songs. Nothing compares to you. I wonder what he thinks about uh, Lenny Kravitz. I have a great bootleg of him playing with Lenny Kravitz. It's those killer. two would probably do something sick. cool together. Yeah, it's sick. Another guy that looks too good. I know, God I know. Damn that Lenny Kravitz. I know. What's up with that? You can't walk around with your shirt off when you're in your fifties. He, he can. can. Yeah, I know. <laughs> how much work? How much work does that take? I can't do it. He's got a chef, right? I always just say the. You know, they bring you your five meals a day. They just come in. They go, oh, right. now it's time to eat this, Lenny. And yeah. it's a delicious grilled yeah. fish with yeah. veggies that tastes phenomenal. So, of course, you're loving going to eat that. You can't walk into a donut shop and buy donuts. You can't so. walk into a donut shop. Yeah. This kid can't look at a skinny guy. I know. It's pretty crazy. Crazy. Kyle He's wearing shirt. his Batman shirt today. That's a Batman Beyond shirt. Right, Kyle? Yeah. And who is Batman Beyond? That's uh, Terry... Terry McGinnis. Terry McGinnis. And he's trained by Bruce Wayne, right? Mm-hmm. All right. That ends nerd talk. <laughs> if, you've never seen the, if you've never seen the Batman Beyond series, it's great. It is really good. It is really cool. Um, I just played Musicology. What do you have? All right. I'm going to go to... Since we were just talking about B-sides, this is mm-hmm. my favorite B-side. Okay. It's called She's Always in My Hair. And it's uh, fun. What's this, this is th- Lila's favorite song. This is the B-side to what? Do you know? I will not know that answer. All right. We'll try to find out. You found it, but I found it also. Yeah. What is it from? We're, we're sticking with Around the World in a Day. And, oh, really? And this is Tell Kai. It's the B-side to Paisley Park. Yeah. And also on the U.S. release of Raspberry Beret, it was the B-side. All right. Well, look at that. Good song. That's Lila's favorite Prince song, I believe. That's uh, Josh's beautiful wife, Lila. Can you, would, you, would you agree with me that we married up? Oh, dude. <laughs> oh. I mean, look at us. <laughs> Totally, one hundred percent. There's no doubt. What? Uh, how did we do that? What's the? Tri- what was the trick? 
What did we do? Uh, you had a podcast. I wrote Good Luck Chuck. I didn't have any. I didn't have any. <laughs> I was a PA when we got married. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, I, I think there was something in the water. Yeah. We tricked them. Yeah. We tricked them. Yeah. Not in the way Bill Cosby tricks ladies. <laughs> but we tricked them. <laughs> that guy, his trick. I don't like his tricks. That guy's up to some, some funny business. Uh, let's go with... Uh, Let's go with a hit that's, uh, that I love. I love this song like I love Raspberry Beret. This is, uh, this is a little red Corvette oh, from 1999. Remember the videos from this album? It looked like they're all shot like in, in, in the same day. Yep. What's, uh, what's surprising to me about this uh, song is uh, that song is four minutes and 57 seconds. That's almost a five, that's almost five minute song. Yeah. And yeah. You, you, if you said Little Red Corvette, you go, yeah, that's like three minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. All the, all the songs on that, see, it was a double album. Yeah, yeah. So they were all pretty long. Yeah. Um, and I think that was the one where he, when he released the album and he, when he put it on CD, he had to lose one of the songs because he yeah, couldn't I, squeeze it all into one compact disc. There was one song that got cut. I don't remember what it was now. See, like that, that album should be re-released then. Oh, Re-ma- yeah. Re- yeah. Um, I'm going to play one from that same CD. So let's, let's do DMSR right now. Okay. What does that mean? What's that stand for? Dance, music, sex, romance. I knew that. That was the one that was cut. That was the one that was cut from the compact disc. That was it? Yeah, DMSR. Oh, look at that. Love that song. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah, I remember when Fleetwood Mac's Tusk originally came out on, on CD. They, I don't, for, for whatever reason, I don't know why they couldn't fit enough information on back then. Yeah. But like uh, the song Sarah was edited. Really? Yeah, I, I hate, I want the real deal, man. This says later content, compact disc pressings after 1992. Included, included that song. Track, All right. Yeah. Interesting. Because they were able to uh, get more. Speaking of Fleetwood Mac. Hi. Do you know the connection between Fleetwood Mac and Prince? Yes. He plays keyboards on Stand Back. Yeah. 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 That's a great song. That's a great song. Did he write that? He didn't write it, though. I don't think so. How do you get Prince? And he's uncredited, too. So why do yeah, we know that? Why do we know that he played on that? I don't know. What if he didn't? What if everyone just, everyone says, just he says he did? I think he I, he might have even written the lick for that, the whatever yeah. that was. Yeah. Are you looking that up, Kyle? Stand back. What, what do you got yeah. for us? Urban legend. It's just written. It's written by Steve. Just Stevie Nicks. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Uh, it's one of my babies. I, Prince came in and he wanted to lay down some keyboards. And I said, <laughs> look, I would love if you did. You would make one of my babies even prettier than it is. I never had children. Uh, Lindsay and I decided that the, uh, the career would be our family and that we wouldn't have kids. That's my Stevie uh, Nicks impression. Prin- yeah, Prince is on synthesizer. And All Steve right. Lukather is on guitar. <sighs> Who's that? Steve Lukather is the guitarist from Toto who did not show up for the podcast recording a week and a half ago. What? And uh, it's just killing me. Oh. It's killing me, dude. Dude. <laughs> because I am like beyond prepared for to interview Steve Lukather. I've been, uh, right. In, 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 I've Did been, he write back to say why he didn't show up? His manager wrote back to him. His manager was out of town. Uh, him and his wife were in Kansas City. It was his wife's birthday. And his manager said, he said, Steve's the most dependable, one of the most dependable musicians I work with. He goes, but I didn't send him a reminder the night before. Mm. And I'm like... That doesn't help me, dude. We are all, I was there. <laughs> and then like he said, he'll be back. He'll be back. I, I know. It's just, I'm, I've, I don't want to chase him. Right. You know what I mean? But I don't want to say, fuck it. You know what I mean? Right, so right, I'm just, right. I'm in a holding pattern. I had, yeah. a, I had a couple email exchanges with his manager on Friday. Right. And, uh, all right. Yeah, I just want to, I'm wanna, looking forward to that. I one. want it to happen. It's going to um, happen. I hope so. Uh, Right now, let's hear something off the album that Josh has been raving about from 2014, Artificial Age. Yeah, I'm glad you played playing something from it. Uh, I just love this song. I played it when it first came out, and so I'll play it again. Let's hear Breakdown. I love this song. Maybe this is my favorite slow song. Listen to me closely as the story unfolds. This could be the saddest story ever been told. I used to want the house with the biggest pool Reminiscing now, I just feel like a fool You keep breaking me down, down I like those laser blasts. Yeah, Stevie Nicks plays laser gun on this song. <laughs> what do you got for us next? All right. I've got two more. Okay. What, how many more do you have? Here's what we'll do. Is there one of those that you want to play us out with? Is there one of those that you... Because I was going to play us out with 1999. You should play us out with 1999 because both of mine are okay. more specific then, to the then moments. You, you play one. Yep. Then I'll play one, and you'll get to play your last one. And then you'll play us out. We'll promote a little bit, and then we'll play us out with 1999. I like that. All right. I like that. Let's do it. All right. So this one is from Diamonds and Pearls, and it's called Willing and Able, and it's just got a fun little funky. Though I love the Diamonds and the Pearls album. It's all about my jewelry. Ready to whisper. Nice. Yeah. What was that called again? Willing and Able. 
I don't feel like we heard enough of it. It just gave me like a taste. Yeah. I Well, you got to go buy the album, dude. Yes, I, I will. It's um, a good album. It's a really good album. There's a lot of great songs on that one. I'm going to play a song now because always, I'm always fascinated when artists will name check themselves. <laughs> Uh, so let's uh, let's listen to something uh, a little song called "My Name Is Prince." What's it about? I think it's about Prince Charles. Speaking of funk, do you, what do you think of that Bruno Mars song that's all over the radio? Oh, How dude, great is that? It's amazing, and it's totally Prince. I mean, it is. Yeah, it's, it's totally Prince. Oh, I love it. My kids are obsessed with it. All I think kids it's are great. obsessed with it. My daughter's singing it. Uh, my friend, funk. my friend, uh, my friend Matt Belknap. He has like a two-year-old, and he's singing all the wrong lyrics. Like he says, "Hot clam." <laughs> Hot clam. Um, and then I think when I think I think he says "fuck" instead of "funk," but uh, <laughs> you can't correct a two-year-old on that because no. then he'll know the word "fuck." Yeah. But uh, that's a great. Sound. It's such a great song. Oh, it's great, it, and it sounds like something Prince would have written. Yeah, like that sounds like his song. I, I mean, it's. I'm not sick of it. I don't. Get, it comes oh, no, on. Boom. It. We love, love it. it. Yeah, absolutely love it. Um, uh, oh, it's your turn. You have one. Then we'll do some promoting of stuff. Okay. All right. So this is my last one. I'm going to go back to Purple Rain. Okay. And this is a live version um, of one of my one of my favorite. It, it, I think it's a live version. Is it a live version? Is it off the which which CD? The beautiful ones. Which CD is it off? Um, did I give you one it's, night? Yeah. It's okay. The good. Live All right. Um, I showed you a picture of me dressed up as Prince, and I think oh, on the float right. that I did this on. I forgot to tell talk about this. You dressed Josh is in full Paisley gear. Now you're going to send that to me and let me put that on my Facebook page. Right? I will let you put that on your okay. Facebook page. You that that, that can be my picture for your Facebook. Email page. that to me. We'll All get right, a picture we'll... after the show. All right. This is called the beautiful ones. If I know that song, oh, you totally know that song. I don't know. I, I haven't heard it forever. Then, if I do Purple know, Rain. I know, but that that might one, be that might be one of the ones that that yeah, that went under know. the radar for you. Yeah, he was on stage and he's playing the song. He's trying to mm-hmm. make the girl jealous in the audience. And yeah, it's good. It is good. It's a good song. Who is he married right now? Is he is Prince married? Does he have no, children? Uh, um, well, he was married to Maite right. Garcia for a little while, yeah. but they got divorced and mm-hmm. they had a 
child that died. Yeah. So I, I didn't uh, it was uh, the baby was born with some kind of a brain bad, problem, something, something bad. bad. Yeah. And and I don't think it lived very long. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't have kids. Um, and I don't believe he's married right now. I'm not sure though if my Thai Mai Tai Mai Tai was his only wife. I'm not my sure. favorite cocktail is a Mai Tai. <laughs> um, I bet he'll be one of these guys in his 60s that starts to have some children. He might. Yeah, I'd like to see that. And then they'll just be running. You know, they're just he'll go. Please get off the bed. That's Daddy's <laughs> area. Do not go in my studio. Um, uh, oh, oh, we're gonna do some promoting and then play out with 1999. Kyle, where can we find you? At Kyle Dotson Funny on Twitter. On Twitter, and uh, what else? You doing anything? What do you, I know you wrote. A, I know you wrote a screenplay. I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Did you bring it to give it to me? No. I would think that you would be like here. Yeah. This is this out. is the writer of Good Luck Chuck. <laughs> I mean, I could. I could. I don't have it with me. Josh will read it and give you. I'll notes. totally read it. Okay. Has Pilar cool. read it? No. You haven't given it. To Pilar yet? No. He's one of these new generation of kids what that doesn't want, pe- fuck? want old people telling them what to do. Oh. Has anyone read it? Um, a couple of my friends have read it. What did they notes. say? What did those they lunkheads like say? They like it. Yeah, I think this guy should pull his wang out more. Comedy? Drama? It's a comedy. Yeah. What if he's like a stoner comedy? It was a biopic. No, <laughs> biopic. Uh, no. About <laughs> Batman. Yeah. What's, the, what's the premise of it? It's it's like uh, Dante's Inferno, but like with Jack Black. Okay. All right, I like that. That's right. good. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, how many pages? And what's it coming in at? It's one hundred and seventy-two. No, I think it's like one ten, one something like that. That okay. sounds perfect. Yes, yeah, that's pretty good for a comedy. Sounds like yeah. you got the page count right. <laughs> sounds like you're on your. Sounds like you're on your. Well, I actually just have 110 pages printed out. Oh, okay. <laughs> just blank pages. Good. Does it say all work and no play makes Kyle a dull boy? Yes. Um, you can follow, like us on Facebook. Write a nice review for us on uh, on iTunes. Don't give us any of that uh, good luck Chuck type of review. Uh, we're at rock solid. Just so we all know, I've written more than good, yes, good luck. Chuck. I know, I know, and I wanted to talk about that. You know, Piranha 3D is like one of the highest rated horror I know. movies. You wrote Piranha 3D. I know. All right, whatever. Double D. I did not write Double D. Did you get any uh, kickback on that though? On Double D, you get a uh, yeah producer I, credit. I'm a producer on it. Characters by, but I did nothing on it. I did. I, I'm a producer on it, but I did less than zero on it. That's okay. Then, That's right? not true. There was a scene that I had written in my first. In, in that Pete and I wrote in Piranha mm. 3D that they lifted Pete, out of Pete Pete Goldfinger, Goldfinger who was my writing partner I always crack up that he his did name's not, Goldfinger oh it's a great name isn't it yeah he did not co-write Good Luck Chuck uh-huh. much to his happy <laughs> happiness um, but uh, they lifted a scene out of that and then threw it in there gotcha yeah what's the smallest residual check you've ever received in three the cents <laughs> three now, cents I think I posted on my Twitter do you sign it and cash it uh, or do you, is that you I just, did. I did. I signed it and cashed it. I'm like, if they're going to send it to me, because sometimes I wanna... when it's so low, people just go, I just put mm-hmm. that in my refrigerator for people to laugh at. <laughs> I would cash it. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. It's three cents, man. It costs more to send it to you. It does. It makes no three sense. Three cents. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we are at Rock Solid Show on Twitter. I am at Pat underscore Francis, and you can also go to uh, RockSolidPodcast.com to read all of Andrew Rich's great show notes. Um, also, uh, there's a donation button on that, uh, on that site. Anyone who donates 20 bucks or more, here's what you're going to get. I'm going to send you a CD that has every 
live performance that was ever done in the studio by any musical guest that was here. Now, I can't sell that, so I'll be giving that yeah, to you're you. Gonna, you're going to donate a I'm gonna, CD you're gonna, to I'm going to donate the CD to you. And between each song, you're going to have a little pre-show banter, stuff that you've never heard on the show. It's going to be by guests. It's going to be by some of the regular co-hosts. Some of the bullshit Josh said earlier is going to be on there. So when I say bullshit, Josh, that's uh, endearing. I mean funny I, stuff. I, I, thanks. Um, that's why. That's why we recent residual check from good, us. Good. That's why we're recording and we're talking, and Josh is like, uh, Josh is like, uh, are we recording right now? Like, no. Not really. Um, Unless you say so, something uh, really embarrassing. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, if you donate $20 or more, and I don't know why you would donate more. You're like, 20 bucks is enough to get it. Why would I donate more? But uh, but uh, 20 bucks is the bare minimum. Maybe 40 bucks you want, too. Maybe, Maybe you don't have a CD burner. That's right. That's right. 40 bucks, I come over. I do all the banter live for you right at your house. <laughs> um, and Glenn K. Ammo did the, um, did the artwork for this, uh, for this episode. And Josh, what, anything you want to promote? Where are you at on Twitter? Um, it's at Josh Stolberg, Twitter, Instagram. I do my Instagram a lot more than Twitter. Okay. And my website is joshstolberg.com. And we can see your photos there? You can see naked photos of my wife there. How does she feel about that? And how do your in-laws feel? They're fine. <laughs> they're, they're good with it. It's not just Lila. I mean, it's lots, lots of different things. And they're, 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 they're very tastefully done uh, art, art nudes. Yeah. Right? Of course. What? What? what am I going to be shooting porn? No, no, no. no they're no, all. I, just I, I do pe- all. No, of, I, I, I just want the people to know that don't go. Oh, I'm going right over there. Man. Yeah. No. No. You're not. You're not. There's no whack off. Kyle's been there. looking at them the whole time we've been recording, <laughs> and he's been jerking off. Um, <laughs> no. The. Uh, you know, I do most of my photography mm-hmm. is done in a completely dark room, like mm-hmm. blacked out, and I light the bodies with flashlights. Yeah. So I open up the lens. I open up the shutter. You know this because you've it's been doing the a lot sto- of It's called the Stolberg technique. It's the Stolberg technique. Um. Yeah, but check it out. Cool. And then, uh, and I want you to get a picture, a selfie of you and Wendy. <laughs> and then, when you do, oh, uh, send I it to me. I love her so much. Why can't you just? She would probably be so flattered that anyone even re- recognized no, her. No, no, she. I don't know. Hey, Wendy, get over here. Hey, hey. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, Josh, thank you so much for coming in. This was great. This is exactly the awesome. kind of show I like to do. We like to have fun. I like to introduce people to music, new and old. Kyle, thank you for being here. And now let's rip it out. And uh, I don't even know what I just said there. Rip it out. What are we doing? Let's play. Uh, let's uh, let's crank it up, dude. Let's uh, let's play us play us out is what I wanted to say with a little uh, 1999.